0: At our Father's house, our prayer is that you will be blessed and strengthened by the power of Jesus Christ. We would like to thank you for joining us today as we study God's Word. Now let's join Pastor Odie. I'm just going to read the first two verses. Somebody shout, Humility. Oh, you to beat that! Somebody shout humility. We got about an hour. Is that good? No takers on an hour. Forty-five minutes. No takers on forty-five minutes. All right, here we go. We're good, right, Rick? We're good. Second uh, Kings chapter five, verse one. Now, Naaman, captain. Of the host of the king of Syria was a great man. First of all, everybody shout captain. He was a great man. Everybody shout great man. He was a great man with his master, and he was honorable. He was was well respected. You know, he had earned that respect. Amen? Amen. Because by him, the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was also a mighty man. Everybody shout mighty man. But look at the last part of this verse. But he was a leper. Amen. Verse 2. And the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel a little maid. And she waited on Naaman's wife. We're going to preach this morning. How bad do you want it? Let's pray. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your anointing It's in this room. I ask now that you take this vessel and you anoint this vessel and let, let my, my words be seasoned with your anointing and let your word change us. Let it get into those areas of our life that need to be changed. We thank you for it and we praise you for it. It's in Jesus' mighty name we pray and everyone shouts, Amen. How bad do you want it? I feel like God has spoken to me. We have here uh, in second. How many heard the story of Naaman? If you've been in church any time at all, you should have heard the story of Naaman. I'm trying to find my notes right now. Somebody say, help him find his notes, Lord. Maybe. There they are. Okay, we have here in verse one. We're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna trek through Second Kings chapter five, and I feel like God's gonna. I'm, I'm just gonna be honest to you. God God has spoken this fresh to me, and I really don't know. I mean, it's it's it, it's interesting, but I've been preaching for over twenty years now, and and I'm not. I can't remember for sure if I've ever preached this 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 concerning name, and so we're coming to you with fresh word, amen. But what we have here. Unless I've forgotten, Elder. You, you, pro- you probably would know if you remember if I've preached it here. But uh, what we have here in verse 1, it says, Naaman was the captain of the host. He was a great man. He was honorable. He was a deliverer. He was a mighty man of valor. I guess we could say he had arrived. He was the man in Syria. Amen? He had a right. He was, he was bad to the bone. Are y'all, are you you got to paint this picture. Do you see that? He was the man in Syria. Right? Uh, you know, and actually, you know, many, many Bible historians even believe that Naaman was the one that killed Ahab, the king. Remember the scripture says a certain man, uh, but now Josephus says that this certain man that killed Ahab, the king of Israel, was Naaman with the sword. So in Syria, Naaman was, uh, he was, again, he was he was somebody that was really respected and somebody that was really looked up to. You know, that's Naaman. He's a bad dude. And he had all his armor on. And, you know, he was the captain of of the host. And he had delivered Israel. I'm, I'm sorry, delivered Syria. But, but notice, in, in, at the end of the verse, it says, but he was a leper. So here's what the Lord spoke to me. Oh God, help me get this out the way you want me to get it out. Here's what the Lord spoke to me. Naaman had a secret. He was publicly the man. But when he got home and took off all his armor, he was a leper. If you don't understand what leprosy is, leprosy is a horrible, horrible skin disease, and 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 it's it it can cause and don't 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 miss this. I want you we were. We got to work this in spiritually, but leprosy can cause a loss of sensation. Leprosy can lead to blindness. Leprosy can e- oftentimes even lead to amputation. Are y'all, are you guys, are you guys, are you guys getting this? It can lead to paralysis. So what I'm trying to convey to you is. If we are not careful, we can have things and, and, and we all know that leprosy is a picture of sin. Jesus healed the ten lepers, right? He healed ten. Only only one came back to thank him, right? Y'all know the scripture. So it's a picture we can symbolically it's a picture of sin. So but here's the deal. Leprosy can cause us to be paralyzed spiritually. Leprosy can bring blindness. We don't see what the enemy's trying to do Leprosy can cause amputation We can have one of our hands or our arms I'm talking about the body of Christ Amputated Are you guys hearing me? Y'all got to help your pastor this morning the, I, I've got a word from the Lord And we're, 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 we're going to get there But you got you to help your pastor this morning God's going to speak some things to us If we'll receive it It's going to bring about change I'm not going to preach long Because I want some people to come in and pray In other words when Naaman got home from church and took off his church clothes, he was a different person. I wonder what. I wonder if people knew everything about us. Now, mind you, I want us to be a church and have a church that even if we knew things about people, we would still be merciful. I'm not saying we're going to judge people. If you want to judge people, go to another church. I don't believe uh, it's not our job, right? It's our job to help people, to counsel people, to try to steer them in the right direction. But it's not our it's not our it's not our job to push them down. When somebody has a problem or fault, they don't need to be pushed down. They need to be lifted up. You, which your spiritual? Oh, you know, oftentimes. Y'all got to pray for me. I don't get too sidetracked here. But oftentimes we think, oh, I'm the spiritual one. You know, I know what, I know what Isaac's doing here, so I'm going to set him straight. You know what the scripture says? You which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering yourself, lest you be tempted. And, you know, oftentimes we judge people just because they sin different than we do. Is anybody perfect? Ernie, are we perfect? Are y'all with me? So he had a secret. But here's the deal, and I'm not just talking about, I'm not just talking about these, you know, we automatically think of these horrible sins that, you know, that oftentimes people people commit. But nobody knows what you have to deal with. Except maybe, you know, if, at home, right? Your spouse. Where'd my wife go? Okay, she's in the nursery. She's excused then. <laughs> Otherwise, she needs to be in here. I need her in here. So my question is, how can, how is it that you can be so great over here, but see but struggle so much over here? Are you guys with me? How is it that we can put our church clothes on and come out here and dance and and, and worship and shout and give God praise and do all these things and everybody says, oh, look at so-and-so. He's got it all together. She has it all together. But actually, when we leave here, we don't always have it all together. Are y'all with me? So when Naaman took off his church clothes, when Naaman took off his shiny armor, Andy, when Naaman laid down his sword, when Naaman got to his house, they knew something about Naaman. Naaman was a leper. Amen? Somebody shout amen. He was hiding this because lepers were excommunicated. Put them out. Put them out. I'm so glad we're not bound up in legalism, aren't you? You know, the first church I pastored, I had a guy tell me one time in the church, we had one of our young people walked in the door. It's one of our boys. And and this was in the 90s, and he had earrings in his ear. And one of the church leaders came to me and said, next time he comes with earrings, you need to put him out. You guys think i put him out no i sure didn't amen you know what we're not bound up by legalism by what you know by what we wear and and there's people won't come to church i've had i've had ladies tell me they won't come to church because they don't have a dress to wear i say come like you are we want you in the house of god Come on, if we if we push people out because they want, they they don't wear it. Come on, is anybody out there I, 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 that legalism? Now now on the flip side of that coin, you need to cover up. Come on, somebody help your pastor. Amen. You know what? You've heard me preach before, and I probably haven't said it in a long time, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it. If you ain't selling, take down the sign. All right, my wife needs to be here, don't she? She'd get me on the right track. Amen. Oh, y'all got to help me. Come here. We want these boys to stay holy, right? We want these boys to stay holy. Girls, don't make it harder on them. Come on, is, anybody, is this good preaching? Don't make it hard. Ho- Come on, you know, you know, you know. How many? How many knows? Hey, how many knows? You know, you know. Some of these guys right here. Oh my word, I'm done rabbit trailing. Some of these guys right here. Come here, one of y'all. Come right here. You know what? This guy, these boys could probably go have blood drawn, and their testosterone would be twelve hundred. Amen. This is just where we live. We need to preach the truth, amen. It's, it's all right to dance and shout and worship and all these things, but at the end of the road, amen, at the end of the day, we need to know what we're doing and what we're doing is holy before God because, amen, Naaman looked all really good on the outside, but he had something else going on at home. Here you sit down. <laughs> when I said 1,200, you're supposed to have done that. Where we at? You know, the thing is, we can pray through for others, but sometimes we can't fix ourselves. Naaman was winning all kinds of battles for Syria and killed the king of Israel. And you guys are thinking, wow, this is interesting. You're preaching about, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get, we're gonna get there. There's an end to this sermon. Sometimes we can pray for, through for others, but we can't fix our own disease. But I'm sure was Naaman was saying, don't tell anybody I have leprosy because I won't be the captain of the host. They'll excommunicate me and I'll lose my position. Pastor Odie won't think highly of me. Pastor Justin won't think highly of me. I'll lose my status. Don't tell anybody my secret. Don't tell anybody what I'm struggling with. Don't tell anybody that, that I'm caught up in pride. Don't tell anybody that I have a judgmental spirit. Don't tell anybody that I backbite. Don't tell anybody that I struggle with pornography. Don't tell it. Come on, is anybody out there? Here we go. His sword had brought freedom to the Syrians. He was a mighty man, a hero. You know, it was, it was bad enough, and I, and I think this will speak to some people in this room. It was bad enough to have leprosy, but imagine the stress of trying to hide it. Oh, my word, I'm preaching to somebody. I think I'm preaching to everybody. How many's ever dealt with that, you know, It's bad enough you're dealing with this problem, but then it's it's a whole lot more stress trying to keep it hidden. Man, I feel I know I'm not jumping any pews, and but I feel a supernatural anointing on this word. I know some of it's some of it's just like teaching, but that's all right, isn't it? So when he got home, he took off his shiny armor and his leprous body. His leprous body said, Oh, His leprous body said, you are weak. And how many knows we can feel all good here, but then when we get home and when our feet hit the floor Monday morning and that problem's still there, that problem still arises and the enemy says, you're weak. Right? But somebody say there is an answer. I'm gonna give you the answer. I'm not just going to preach there's a problem and not give you the answer. This is an open book test. How many likes open book tests? It should be an open book test. The reason a lot of people haven't passed the test is because they haven't opened the book. The book is before you, and if you're going to pass the test, you're going to have to open the book don't just wait for Pastor Odie or Pastor Justin or Brandon to speak to you here in this building. Open the book at home. Open the book at home, study the test, and you'll be ready to pass the test. And not only that, some of the questions, you only get answers, you only get revelation to some of the answers when you get on your knees. I'm about to blow up now. You guys with me? So he took off his church clothes. Look at verse 2. And the, oh, and the Syrians, they had gone out by companies and they had brought away captives. Remember what we talked about? He was, he, was a, he, was a, he was a mighty man of valor. They brought captives out of the land of Israel. And they brought out a little maid. How he's thankful that God always has a little maid amen this little maid she waited on Naaman's wife she became great because not now well, you got to see this here's the difference here's the difference look at your name and say humility. humility she became great not because of who she was she became great because of who she knew Right? The little maid. She took care of, uh, what's the scripture say? You see it here? She waited on, she served Naaman's wife. You know, she could have been bitter. She was taken captive. There's two messages here. We got Naaman and we got the little maid. Right? But she could have been bitter. She could have let him rot. She could have let the captain... uh, Leprosy, are y'all seeing this? Leprosy was eating away at his flesh. She could have let him rot. James, she could have just said, Hey, I, I'm captive anyway. You you've, you've brought me captive here in your home. She could have let him rot. The captain of the host. She could have sat and watched the captain of the host rot. But now, the captain of the host, his hands, his life was in the hands of the little maid. Are y'all with me? If y'all are, shout amen. You know, she wasn't big, on the, she wasn't big on, on the outside, but she was big on the inside. She knew somebody. many's ever, ever said, I know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody? You need help? I know somebody. Amen? How many of y'all's ever tried to get out of a speeding ticket? Greg's on one up. Tommy, we got three people in the whole church that's only ever done it. Well, there's some back there. I'll tell you what, you call so-and-so, they'll take care of that for you. Y'all with me? Well, I know somebody that can take care of your problems. And his name is Jesus. Somebody shout Jesus. Amen. But see, the little maid was there in his home. So can I tell you that the answer is somewhere near you? Amen. I said the answer is somewhere near you. You know, Brandon, when when the when the when the Samson had to kill those thousand Philistines, you know, God knew when that when that when that when that, when that, when that, when that uh, donkey died that there was going to be a jawbone laying there, and he and he was just at the right place at the right time. It's near you. When David killed Goliath, that stone in that oh, y'all, are y'all hearing me? It's right there near you. You just got to be. Come on, is anybody out there? You got to be able to to understand that it's right. It may be even in your home. It was in his home. Amen? Somebody shout amen. Amen. But here's the deal. Let's read on. The little maid said unto her mistress, would God my Lord were with the prophet. Everybody say the prophet. The prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. He's talking about Uh, she's talking about Elisha. And one went in and told his Lord saying, thus and thus, stay with me back there, guys, said the maid that is of the land of Israel. So somebody went and told, uh, you know, uh, somebody went and told uh, Naaman said, here's what she said. There's somebody over there in Israel that can help you. There's somebody in Samaria that can help you. Here's the deal. He had to be Man, there's so much I need to talk to you guys about in this. I want you to get it. He had to be willing to go back to the country he had just defeated to get his victory. The the, the army had just defeated. Remember? Like I said, certain man, Josephus said he was the one that killed King Ahab. He had to go back. Uh, He had just conquered. You know what? I bet now he's saying, I'm glad I didn't kill all of them. Amen? Amen? Somebody say amen. So what are you saying, pastor? What I'm saying is you have to face what you have been fighting to gain deliverance. Don't miss that. Sometimes you just have to turn and face it. Amen? Don't fret. Know who's who's on your side. Somebody say amen. So, and the king of Syria said, so the king of Syria said, go and I will send a letter unto the king of Israel. And he departed and he took with him 10 talents of silver, 6,000 pieces of gold and 10 changes of raiment. Amen? Leprosy was bad. So he brought the letter to the king of Israel. It goes to the king. Everybody shout, sing, king. Saying, now, when this letter is coming to thee, behold, I have I was sent Nathan my servant to, servant to thee that, he, that you may recover him of his leprosy. And it came to pass when the king of Israel had read the letter that he rent his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and to make alive? That this man does, does send me to recover a man of his leprosy? Wherefore consider I pray you and see he's just coming down here to quarrel. He's coming down here to fight again. Am I a God that I, can bring, that I can I can bring healing to this man? And so it was. So so the king of Israel, the king of, of Israel they didn't want anything to do with, with Naaman. But let's 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 read on. And so it was when Elisha the man of God had heard that the king of Israel had rent his clothes. He sent to the king saying, wherefore hast thou rent thy clothes? Let him come now to me and he shall know that there's a prophet in Israel. You know what Elisha was saying? I've got this. Let him come to me. Okay? So so Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot. He's still wanting to be a man, right? So Naaman comes with his horses and with his chariots, and he stood at the door of the house of Elisha. You guys see that? And Elisha, look here. Elisha, Elrith wouldn't even come to the door. Elisha sends his messenger. Now here's the deal. Here's and and this may be one of the one of the one of the most needed messages I've preached here in a long time. Here's the deal. He had to be willing to go down from the king to the prophet to the servant. Everybody look at your name and say, go down. Go down. He had to be willing to get low. He wanted to see the king. The king didn't have anything to do with him. So then he's willing to see the prophet. The prophet won't come to the door. The prophet sends his messenger out. You see that? Are y'all with me? Oh, glory. I'm about to just jump straight to the chase. Do you realize that Jesus is a king and a prophet, and he became a servant? Oh, you missed a good chance to shout right there. Amen? Amen? He said, I can't help you as a king, I can't help you as a prophet, but I'm gonna come and serve you. He became a servant that we might become healed. Oh, hallelujah. Can y'all see that? Is anybody out there seeing that? If somebody's out there seeing that, shout amen. amen. Come on, help you, pastor. Here we go. So Elisha sends a messenger And says to him, go and wash in the Jordan seven times and your flesh shall come again to thee. And you shall be clean. Y'all know the story. Go down and wash seven times. But Naaman got mad. And he went away and said, behold, I thought he's surely going to come out to me and stand out and call on the name of the Lord and strike his hand over the place and say, recover. Look here what he says. He says. Look at your neighbor and say pride. Are not Abanah and Farpar rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel that I may not wash in them and be so clean? So he turned, away, he turned and went away in a rage. If you study these two rivers, they're beautiful rivers. They're beautiful rivers. The Abanah and the, and the, and the Farpar rivers, they're beautiful rivers. I wish I had pictures of you. I've studied these rivers and they're just they're gorgeous rivers. But you know what? My, uh, oftentimes the Jordan is just an old muddy river. So he's saying, can I go wash? You know, first of all, can I see the king? Can I see the prophet? Then he's saying, couldn't he just at least, he should have just laid his hand on me and said, be healed. But couldn't he just at least sent me to one of these nice rivers? Why did he have to tell me to go down to the Cumberland? No, no, no. I want the luxurious river. I want that, which has the waterfalls, pouring off of it I want everything that looks no you don't understand who I am I'm the captain of the host God's trying see there was more in him than leprosy that God was trying to get out of him it wasn't just about what was seen on the outside there was something inside of him that God was trying to get out of him and he's saying he wants me to go to the Jordan first of all I have to come down When the king I have to come down the prophet now he speaks to me a messenger I can't go to one of these rivers I have to go to this old muddy Jordan Oh, glory. Are y'all seeing this? If you're willing to humble, the the key to exaltation, the key to deliverance, the key to getting where God wants you to be, not in man's eyes, but in his eyes is humility. Oh, hallelujah. I'm not getting a whole lot of shouting on this one, but I feel like it's a powerful word that we're hearing. Amen? You know what? Jesus healed the adul- the adulterous woman when he stooped. You know, you know who Jesus was? Jesus was God stooping. He stooped down. And if God's going if God's going to do that, why should we why are we, are we any better? Many of us have the disease of me. Do y'all love you, pastor? You know, we talked about Jesus was the lion of the tribe of Judah. The scripture says he humbled himself, came obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. God has highly exalted him, given him a name that's above every name. But he humbled himself. Amen? Are y'all with me? If y'all shout amen. So what was gonna wash away from Naaman was, was greater than leprosy. You know what? His, at this point, his image meant more to him than deliverance. Somebody shout amen. Okay, so what's, you know, you know, and oftentimes people have too much pride to admit they have a problem. Amen. The first step is admitting you have a problem, right? We can't fix it. You gotta be willing to confess And scripture says, "Confess your faults one to another, pray for one for another that you may be healed." Now, before, don't get too excited, and I'm not wanting anybody to come up here in front of the church and say, "I have 12 wives, and you know, and I drink a 30 pack every night." And confess your faults one to another, one to another, not one to all the church. because if you confess your faults one to all the church somebody can't wait get home call everybody it's going to be on Facebook it's going to be on Facebook Mr. Green Jean's here he lives a secret life he's got boyfriends I'm sorry man where's his dad his dad's going to kill me his mom Where's Miss Green Jeans? She's teaching. No. No. We're not saying that. You don't need to get up in front of the entire church. It's not wisdom. But if you But if you have if you have issues, if you have a secret, if you have, if you have a form of leprosy. Find you an accountability partner. I have people that call me every week and say, "Here's where I'm at." <clears throat> Goes no further. I've struggled a little bit this week, what blah blah blah. Amen, and we' pray we pray with them. Find you somebody you can talk. It's a good teaching, you know what? Amen. And and get off this get off this high horse, you know. Again, David Taylor, Naaman Naaman has he goes down there. When he goes down there, he's still on his horses and his chariots. I'm the captain of the host. I hope nobody sees my leprosy. Amen. Are you guys with me? All right, we're going to try to finish this up. Where's my band at? Come on up, guys. We're getting ready. A few more minutes. Tommy's just got one piece of candy left because he gave me two. Uh, So, are not Abanah and Farpar rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel that I may not wash in them and be clean? So he he got mad and he went away. Let's keep going. We're going to finish this. We're going to drive it home. And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, Wait a minute. Now he's went from Elisha's servants to his servants now. His servants came near and spake to him and said, my father, if the prophet had said do some great thing, everybody likes doing the great things, don't they? But Donnie, not too many people like doing the humble things. If he'd have said do some great thing, you would have... You've been all right. But that's just weird. You know, that he wants you to go wash in the Jordan seven times. You know, I mean, he wants you, know, want you and if, and let's look at it that way. The Cumberland. You know, we know it's, 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 the, Com- the Cumberland River is a very polluted river. We used to swim in that thing every day growing up as kids. Now I really wouldn't want my kids to swim in it. But what, you know, and oftentimes people, people are concerned about even being baptized in the Cumberland River, you know. But you know what I'm saying? But what if, what if a prophet, what if you're what if one of your servants, the, prophet, the servant of the prophet tells, and one of your servants says, if you want to be healed, go get in the Cumberland River seven times? Interesting thought, isn't it? Amen? You with me? So if he did give you some great thing, but now he said, all he's saying is wash and be clean. Look at verse 14. Finally, everybody shout finally. Finally, he gets it. Look what it says in verse 14. Then he went, then he went down. Don't miss it. First, most, three, three very important words know the King James says, when he down. But basically what it's saying is he went down. Then he went down. He went down. Look at your neighbor and say, he went down. He got off his horse. He got out of the chariot. He got. He took off his Royal gar- Come on. Is anybody with me? He went down and, and dipped himself seven times. Now, I want you to see this. Thank you, guys. And I feel like here's what the, Lord, who the Lord's telling me. It was important for him to be totally obedient to the Lord. Now, how, how many can see this? He goes and gets in that Jordan River. And, you know, uh, he goes and gets in that Jordan River. And he dips once, Ernie gets out. He dips again, nothing. He gets out, he dips again, nothing. He gets out, he dips again four times, nothing. He gets out, he dips again five times. He gets in six times. Six is the number of man. Right? So, I mean, after the sixth time, he could have said, wait a minute. This is senseless. You know, they sent me down here. I'm talking to a servant. My servants is now giving me orders. I'm the captain of the host. I'm out here dipping in this muddy river, and I've dipped six times, and nothing's happened. But something said, go dip one more time. Now, I feel like what the Lord is saying to somebody, you're really close, and you just need to dip again. Because God's getting ready to do something in your life. He's going to set you free. Oh, glory. Is anybody you don't have to raise your hands? Is anybody need to be, you know, you could be set free of some stuff. You know, you got some pride in you, you got some envy in you, you got some strife in you, you got some lust in you. You just need to be set free as you're tired, you're tired of, of, you know, you know, you know what? You have to get tired of going home and just taking off the church clothes and then and then facing that stuff again. Don't you get tired of that? Now, here's what the Lord spoke to me. Mitchell, he's going to the Jordan, the old muddy Jordan, right? No, why do not you give me these other two good rivers? Well, guess what happened at the Jordan? At the Jordan is where John the Baptist baptized Jesus. So, you know, somebody could, uh, could Doris could have looked at, looked at Naaman and said, do you not realize that where you're going down the road, the king of kings is going to get in that same water. Oh, Jesus. So here's what the Lord said. If you'll be obedient where you're going, where you're going, he's getting ready to show up there too. Oh, no, you, you didn't get that. Because, see, at the, at the old muddy Jordan where, where, where he was going to be baptized, where he was going to, going to go down and dip for his healing... Jesus was going to show up in that same spot. So if you'll be obedient, Jesus is going to show up in that same spot. Oh, glory come on get take your take your pride off take your church clothes off take your position off swallow your pride and say God I'll do whatever you want me to do if it means going in humility if it means going down if it doesn't mean having my position I'm not a preacher I'm not a pastor I'm not a singer I'm not a musician I just want to be free I, you know maybe nobody at school maybe nobody at school I'm uh, oh come on you guys got to help me I'm about to, I'm about to go out and run around the building maybe nobody at school will look at me as the great 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 next great athlete but guess what I'm going to be free I'm going to be delivered because I'm going to listen to the voice of the Lord and where I go he's going to go seven times how many knows what the number seven means say it shout it Brandon completion because we know God, God, it's God, God rested on the seven. We know as all, we could go all kinds of sevens. Completion. This thing is completed. Now, all right, here we go. A couple more minutes. I'm just about done. Somebody shout one more time. Somebody shout one more dip. How many believe pride said go home? Humility said dip again. Price says, you're the captain of the host. Price says, you're, 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 the, you're so respected in Syria. Humility says, dip again. Amen? Can you imagine what it, Okay, okay, let's look at it. Let's look at it. Then he went down, and he dipped himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. Look what it says. And his flesh came... Again, likened to the flesh of a little child. And he was clean. Have you ever seen little babies? The skin is just... His flesh... No, here's a grown man. And his flesh came as a little child and he was clean. You know what the Lord said? The Lord said if we'll be obedient and we'll humble ourselves and listen to what God is saying, we will become as a little child. There's a difference in being childish and being childlike. I'm not talking about being childish. I'm talking about being childlike. Amen. Now, here's the most important part. Here's the most important part. Don't miss this. God wasn't giving name and instruction through his his servant just so he could get healed. He wanted him healed. Remember who he was. Let's read on. He returned to the man of God. Everybody he had with him. He returned he came and stood before him and said, Behold, now I know that there is no God in all the earth but in Israel. He says, take a blessing of a certain." Of course, Elijah won't take it. Do you understand that God healed him, buddy? And he goes back to Syria. He says, the God of Israel is the true God. So his humility... You know, he had been he had been in battle against Syria or against Israel as 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 the captain host of Syria. But now he humbles himself and he's going back to Syria and preaching. Oh y'all y'all didn't get that. The idea is if you'll humble yourself, God's gonna set you free and you're gonna go back to preach to those that have the same issues. It's all about pride. Amen. We have to be willing to swallow our pride. And it may not be the most glorious. Amen? Is anybody with me? Do you receive the word? Yeah. Do you receive the word? Now, let's all stand, all across the building. You know, Teresa, somebody could have looked at him and said, did you you know when he, he, wouldn't it be interesting if when when he walked down to get in that river that somebody was standing there and they said, you know, there's going to be a king coming to be baptized in this river. You see that water hole right there when you're going to deal, there's going to be a king that's going to come be baptized right there in that same water hole. He was a king, he became, he was a prophet, he became a servant, Right. If you and here's here's the problem we need to see jesus as king right and i'm closing i promise don't miss this part don't miss this part we need how many knows we need to see jesus as a king he is the king of king of kings right it is what it is he is who he is we also need to see him as a prophet right but you miss the whole point if you don't see him as a servant because then all you want to be is a king and a prophet and you're not willing to serve amen All right, Father, we thank you for your word. Jesus, and we know, Father, that oftentimes we we appear okay. We put on this facade and we appear okay on the outside when on the inside, we're struggling. We're battling this leprosy that no one sees, this thing that we cover up We know that that it stinks. Leprosy stinks. Oftentimes we're hiding something that stinks. Father, I just speak this morning over this congregation that we would be a people that would humble ourselves before you and be willing to do what you tell us to do. And get down off of our high horse swallow our pride and walk in humility and become a servant like you did. Father, I speak that that those things, you know every person in this room and you know what they're dealing with. You know every issue. You know every issue. The woman with the issue of blood had it for 12 years, but she touched you and was made whole. So I speak this morning that people in this room that are dealing with issues, are going to humble themselves and they're going to be free of it. In the name of Jesus. If you would like to know more about Our Father's House and upcoming events, log on to OurFathersHouseKY.org.